Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The Volume. What's up, y'all? T-Bob Bear here, host of Snaps, presented by FanDuel. And we all know football season's rolling right along. It's kind of sad, already halfway through. And there's no better place to get in on the action than at FanDuel. Okay, the app is awesome, man. It's safe, it's secure, it's easy to use. The boost that they always got. I mean, I love the Thursday night same game parlay. Just ten free dollars. Just get a ten free ten dollar bet for your same game parlay. Juice it up as much as you want, right? That's just one of many exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid quickly. And there's so many ways to play spread, money line over, unders, totals, props. Everything. And then if you're like me, you procrastinate, you lose check of time, you can even jump into the action during the game with live betting. So Use the promo code SNAPS and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome in to a brand new episode of SNAPS, your new favorite daily college football podcast here on the Volume Sports Network. Uh, If you're watching live on the Volume Sports YouTube channel, heck yeah, welcome like subscribe share with your friends all those great things uh if you are listening uh wherever you listen to podcasts hell yeah thank you okay we're killing we want to keep growing that so you could rate or review it if it asks you that helps a lot share with your friends your family your enemies uh really just like random people on the street in fact if y'all could start just like uh, air dropping links of snaps to anybody who has a public air chat open uh maybe you wear like a trench coat with like a nude colored bodysuit underneath, only where your genitals would be, it's like listen to snaps with a QR code, and you just go around flashing people. I mean, bro, that's off the dome. That sounds like great advertising, okay? I mean, I, I did not get a degree in marketing, in case anybody is wondering. Uh, welcome mm. in. I'm your host, T-Bob Bear, and I am so pleased to be joined by the man, Mr. Aaron Murray. What's up, dude? I mean, I think I should wear that suit on my broadcast this weekend. Would be uh, perfect to do. I th- I'm sure ESPN would not be uh, pissed off, pissed off at all. Like, what would they be oh, I mean, more pissed be off at? Me the- wearing a a 
a nude suit or me putting snaps over my cojones. I, I don't know. Um, I'm sure big. I mean, knows. look, you can't be other. worse than the big blazer, right? I mean, you literally can't get worse oh, than the big blazer. Oh, no, I don't know, dude. Maybe a little nude suit. No, uh, they might actually think of it as an upgrade. Um, but yeah, if you're going to do that, though, be careful. Don't do it around schools. Uh, because I don't know if the police are going to accept your explanation that it's all, you were just trying to spread the good word of your favorite college football podcast. Um, which by the way, download FanDuel Sportsbook app, promo code snaps, great deals going on constantly. And, uh, it's also how this show happens. Um, very excited. Uh, and bro, let me know if we got a T box read in there. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Just making sure. Uh, very excited, Aaron. You can tell I'm in a fantastic mood. I mean, we got CFP rankings coming out tonight. College football is rolling right along again here on Snaps, the only college football show to represent the two teams seemingly destined to play in Atlanta for the SC Championship. Also the only college football pod with new children. Literally weeks away. Within the next four weeks, we will both have new little children running around. So the vibes are high. And God of War Ragnarok comes out tomorrow. Let's Go, dude. Um, is this true? Huh. Interesting. Um, there he is, the big blazer boy himself, Aaron Murray. There's the big okay, blazer. So, so coming up, donated, coming up. Donated to the good good people out there. <laughs> Damn, somebody's gonna get that blazer out there and not even get what they have, dude. Um, and, and no, let's be clear. Uh, Aaron is not a damn good dog anymore. He is a DBD. He's a damn bad dog. Uh, as we laid out earlier, he had no faith in Georgia last week. And look at them now. Now he's trying to be like, number one, I knew it the whole time. So we will talk about this. So let's talk about right now. Would you take the field uh, when it comes to winning the National Championship? Would you take Georgia? We'll ask a question about whether or not Saban can win another title in Tuscaloosa. Should Texas be favored over TCU and maybe get into playoff rankings? I've, I want to yell like a sentence or two about Clemson and um well, Bo Nix these days is always fun to kind of mention as well. Uh, Aaron, let's start at the top here. UGA versus the field, national championship. What do you think? UGA all day. Uh, I, I would take UGA over the field mm. any day of the week right now. I think there's, mm. there's just so many questions behind them. First one being, you know, who's going to win the game versus Ohio State versus Michigan? And everyone who's listened to this podcast for the past two months have have, have seen that I, I've I felt really strong about the Buckeyes, about their offense, about CJ Stroud and how good they are, and that the defense is is just been head over heels ten times better than they were last season. That was the Achilles seal. That's what cost them the game versus Michigan. They just could not play defense. They could not stop the rushing attack versus Wolverine Wolverine Wolverine. Wolverine. Wolverines? Wolverines? What? 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 Wolverines? What? Wolverines. Are you looking for Wolverines? <laughs> that's 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 the word I was looking for, T-Bot. I appreciate that. I, I got stuck there. The list kind of got to me. I do apologize for our uh, listeners. I'm just going to say Michigan. They, good. Thank Michigan you for apologizing. I was very pissed off until you apologized. Thank you very much. Very thoughtful. I, there we go. Appreciate it. So, um, I'm worried about Ohio State. I'm not going to lie. The past three weeks, I've kind of, we've kind of seen – what this team's about a team that's one dimensional on offense that ain't going to get it done and honestly I, right now I, to me it's a coin flip to who wins the game end of the season versus ohio state and michigan uh, right now i think you can get like eight and a half favorite for for the buckeyes uh, i think it's gonna be a close game i think it's gonna be a really good football game and if there is bad weather like i said in yesterday's show 
I would think Michigan actually wins the game because they are 10 times more dominant at the line of scrimmage. So I think there's big questions right now of, of really how good both those teams are in the Big Ten. I think Michigan is a um, poor man's Georgia, honestly. You know, they're a team that wants to be like Georgia, wants to be big, wants to be strong, wants to be physical, but they're just not as talented and they're not as well coached. We saw that in the first round of the playoffs last year. I think if they matched up against each other, it would essentially be the same outcome. So Georgia, to, in my mind, takes care of business for, say, one-dimensional Ohio State and versus a lesser Michigan team. So that conference is out. Uh, to me right now, um, uh, the, the Pac-12 is interesting. Uh, I do think Oregon is the, the team that does oh, end up winning winning at yeah, the end of the day. Right. But even if USC or UCLA do Georgia, win that football game, Georgia's offense would run right through them. And obviously we yeah. know Georgia would run right through Oregon. So just playing out all the scenarios in my head, I don't see a team out there right now that could match up with Georgia uh, on any given Saturday, especially like we talked about yesterday, when Georgia decides to turn it on. I still think that if there is a team that could take down Georgia, it would be Tennessee in a rematch on a neutral site. That is the mm. only team because of the fact that we know it's always tough to beat a team twice. And I do think Tennessee would play a better game second go around versus the dogs. Um, and it's looking like it could happen one versus four uh, in Atlanta at the Peach Bowl. So I guess the only issue, like, okay, to me, I, 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 I have trouble getting there with Tennessee. Now, granted, obviously, Sanford played a massive part in that win the other day. Uh, Tennessee was really out of sorts. Pre-snap penalties abounded. And, and look, and when you're going against a defensive line of Georgia's caliber, um, mm -hmm. you get real antsy when you're going on silent. And you got those pass rushers uh, across, right? So Tennessee definitely felt that. I, I guess my issue, the only real team, because you're, you're right on everything. Um, I Kind of like how Kirby's visor in the chat says Michigan is a dollar store Georgia. I, I don't know if I'm going to be that disrespectful to Michigan, but it is an awful matchup for UGA. Um, they Michigan is uh, Georgia is Michigan only more so, and um, and, and so don't like that. Like Ohio State's a team to me because they're the only team. And like the problem with Tennessee is that Tennessee gains maybe a schematic advantage, arguably, right? But not really after watching the game because Georgia's personnel kind of seemed to eliminate any schematic advantage. But in theory, Tennessee should have a bit of a schematic advantage, whereas Michigan is something uh, more pro-style, a bit more old school. And the thing about these pro-style offenses is that they are very talent-dependent, especially in the trenches. And if you're better than your opponent, well, you can have great success. Ohio State becomes interesting to me because like where Tennessee is maybe uh, deficient on the talent side, but high on the schematic side, and Michigan is maybe high on the talent side, but efficient on the schematic side, Ohio State does seem like the best marriage of the two. So when I look at this list, and obviously, you know, Oregon's eliminated. I mean, LSU's going to beat Georgia in the SC Championship, but let's pretend like they won't for the purposes of this conversation. Um, Certainly not UCLA, UCLA. Yeah, I mean, and, and not TCU. I love TCU. I know you're bailing on the frogs this I'm weekend. Out. Um, I'm out on the frogs. I will not yep. be. I know. I know. Well, guess what? My new I'm name not. is like Toad Bob. Okay. The T stands for Toad. We are the Hypno Toad. We're, we're, I cannot wait to send you and your soft ass longhorns packing, dude. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous that you've become this longhorny after we just promised each other weeks ago that we would never mm -hmm. go longhorny again. You just cannot help yourself. 
It's like Steve Chartier. Put a bet on it, Tim. Put a bet on it. It's a burnt orange straight dress. Come on, put straight up. Hell no, I'm getting them seven. I'm getting them seven ton. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you four. I'll give you four. Come on. I'll give you four. I'll give you more than a field goal. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. Fifty. There we go. Fifty bucks. Let's do it. Fifty bucks. All right. You get four. Fifty bucks. Yep. Good. Okay. Yeah, because you're because you're a coward, and you know that tennis. You know that Texas sucks. Anyway, it's not TCU challenging Georgia either, right? Um, so it has to be Ohio State. Like, like I just don't think that there, unless you would somehow be one of these good teams that somehow Georgia did not lock in for, which I don't think can happen, especially because now like Jalen Carter's back and um, uh, Ad Mitchell's about to be back, right, Aaron? Like, wasn't he right on the cusp of being back already? He just seems to be pushing that back. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. Hello. Yeah, I got you now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no. Like he's he's been. I I thought he's supposed to be back weeks ago, and just seems to be something that is lingering. They're anticipating maybe end of the season, like SEC championship game or the playoffs. But I I do think he will be back at the latest, the playoffs. So that that will be a nice shot of adrenaline to that offense. I will ask you this though, T Bob, because you are still a Trojan boy. I'm still a Bruin boy. Trojan boy. Yeah. Um, obviously Oregon has a head to head versus versus UCLA right now. So, but they could still get the rematch depending on what happens. I think in two weeks when UCLA does play USC, yeah. which of those three teams do you feel confident in? Because I do think a one loss Pac-12 team is going to get in the playoffs. Which team has the best chance right now to at least compete with Georgia, either in the first or second round of the playoffs? Is it a rematch Oregon team that looks to be getting better? Is it a Caleb Williams led USC who? He may end up actually winning the Heisman, uh, or is it UCLA, who we think has been a little bit more dominant than UCLA, USC, but they do have that one big, ugly loss first Oregon, which was on the road, though, too. We talk about home field advantage on the road this season being a very pivotal in big-time matchups. You know, Do you think UCLA could get revenge on Oregon if they do make it to the Pac-12 championship against them in a neutral site? Very, very interesting. Um, you know, I expected to, so I, so, so I wanted to dive into the numbers, right? Because my original instincts, Aaron, here, I was going to be like, uh, well, I think it's probably Oregon because although Caleb Williams and this USC offense is elite, the defense remains bad and it's only their turnover rate, which is starting to go back to average that is causing them to win. And so I, and so I go to open up the stats, right? And I want to see like, okay, who is, um, in terms of scoring defense, who you know, where are you ranking in the Pac-12? And I expected to see Oregon ahead. That is not true. Uh, both UCLA and UC, uh, USC and UCLA are currently ahead of Oregon. I mean, essentially, they're all kind of equal. So I don't know that that particular kind of answer that I was thinking holds up. Um, they both average uh, right right now in conference. Oregon averages scoring forty three, USC forty one. UCLA 40.8. Uh, I, I, I think too. Okay. So I, I, I think this, I think right now, um, my mind is telling me Oregon, because if they're putting up these numbers with that 38 to three loss, and that means that they have drastically improved, they're really handling their business. Right. And they do feel very hot mm-hmm. right now. And especially if they enter the pac 12 championship, Aaron, undefeated, because now they have Washington, uh, this weekend at home who will yep. be ranked, who is now ranked. Uh, then they have Utah, who's obviously very highly ranked. And then they got an Oregon State team that was just ranked. So it's like if they finish that off, I think the answer is most uh, – I would almost certainly be Oregon. But 
I honestly need to watch more film on these teams. Like I haven't watched yeah. USC in a while. I haven't watched Oregon in a while. Um, like the actual film, and I haven't really watched UCLA all year, save for snatches on television. Um, then again, Bo Nix does lead the country in touchdowns responsible for. So, or I'm giving a soft Fint City, Oregon, as the answer to that question. Uh, unfortunately, Dude, I'll, 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 answer, I'll go. To, I'll go to. Whole question. I'll go to defense on this. Yeah. Uh, I'll go to defense in the Pac-12. Yeah. Yeah. And and I want I do want to go to one set that that may you talk about points given up per game, but I'll go to you know if you're going to beat Georgia, you have to be somewhat physical at the line of scrimmage, um, especially on the defensive side. And Oregon is the number one team in in the Pac-12 when it comes to rushing yards given up per game, 107 yards per game. So I I do like that mentality. Like if you're going to beat Georgia. It's going to have to be a mixture of both because that's what Georgia does. They they can beat you by being physical, um, both sides of the lines of scrimmage. They can also beat you uh, in the finesse game through the air. And we saw their defense this week do both of those. I think their offense is is a little bit ahead, more ahead when it comes to passing, but there's still the the ability to run. Um, it's not their strong suit. It, it it this still is an offense that you know with Stetson playing at a high level with the tight ends, with the, the receivers having their best game, I would say, of the season this past week. They're a team that wants to run it to be able to throw the ball. But I still think passing is their their number one thing. So I think Oregon's more built like Georgia and, and I think could withstand possibly playing better. We already saw that play out. I, I agree. I agree. But I'm just like, of the three, who could make it an entertaining football game? I do think Oregon is the one that can make it more entertaining than the other two in the Pac-12. What are you talking about? Lincoln Riley's Oklahoma teams used to do great against. Oh, wait, wait. Actually, no. I guess I won with Baker Mayfield. That was a great game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Right with Sonny Michelle and company. That game was awesome, actually. Um. All right. So I hate this uh, because again, all we have done is exchange one little Napoleon for another. But I guess I'm taking Georgia over the field because at the end of the day, I just can't get there with Ohio State. They're clearly the best chance, but they're yeah. I just they're, they're first off they haven't really played anybody, and secondly they have looked a bit um, it looked a bit more to the last couple of weeks more more than they had previously. So Georgia, ah, ugh, gross, dude. Uh, all right, here we go. Next up on the list. Will Nick Saban win another national title in Tuscaloosa? And here's the deal, Aaron. Um, I think there's a very easy answer here. And the answer is yes. I would be a fool to doubt Nick Saban. Now, you know this if you're listening. I am an idiot, but I am no fool. And do you expect me to just sit here and ignore his resume? Like everything that he's done? Whenever you count out the all-time greats, I feel like they always have a way of like sneaking one more in, uh, be it a Brady, uh, be it like an Elway back in the day, uh, thinking about like Jack Nicholas when we randomly won a major at like Forsham Tiger here recently, getting that Masters in. Like, doubt Nick Saban's ability to win another Natty and your own. I mean, you want to talk about reactive, Aaron? This is the first time in November since 2010 that an Alabama team doesn't have a real shot at a national championship, okay? this They they have been ranked in the top 10 in 120 straight polls 
In fact, this 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 number 10 ranking that they got this week in the AP poll, that's their worst since 2015. So um, I would mm-hmm. say the rumor of Nick's death, the rumors of Nick's death have been greatly exaggerated. Uh, is this a down Alabama team? Yes. Are there some interesting things to talk about in terms of now, you know, Kirby kind of changing the parameters of this conversation? Absolutely. But one more? You tell me he can't line it up for at least one more in T Town. I'm just not that. I'm I'm just not there yet, dude. All right, so I'm going to go back to last season and and some of the interesting matchups they had uh, at Florida. They win 31-29, a Florida Ugh, team that ended up firing Florida Dan team. Mullen at the end of the season. Uh, they lost to Texas A&M, a very bad Texas A&M football team, 41 to 38. They played LSU, a bad LSU football team, at home. Who ended up firing and getting rid of Coach O at the end of the season. They won that game 20 to 14. Uh, they beat Arkansas 42 to 35, who Georgia throttled earlier that season. And then they lost, they beat uh, Auburn 24 22. Should have lost that game if Tank Bigsby stays in bound there in the fourth quarter. Would not have given the ball back to Alabama, who marched down there and scored to put it into overtime. And then they lost <laughs> to Georgia 33 to 18. So then we fast forward to this year Texas, close game. Could have, should have lost that game. Um, A&M, almost lost that game. Sloppy versus Arkansas. Lose to Tennessee, lost to LSU. All I'm saying, like, the past two years has not been great. Like, we're saying this year's not great. This year's not great. This is the worst record they've had before the Iron Ball since 2010. But it's been two years of bad football. And the only thing that's keeping them alive right now, in my opinion, is how they played versus Georgia in the SEC Championship game. Like they played good, but if they would have lost that game versus Georgia, it would have been just a snowball effect into this season about where is Alabama, where is Nick Saban, can they ever get back to winning a national championship? So I'll say it right now, like I don't know. I, I if Nick has eight seasons left, I think he can win one more. I, I do not, do not, do not think Nick Saban wins multiple championships here in the next five Ooh. plus years. I think, I think, I think the the the, the Alabama of winning every other year uh is done it really is well actually uh, i think so so regards sorry go ahead and i want to finish your point and i don't and i don't i don't say i don't feel good saying that he's going to win another national championship i think there's other programs that have caught him and obviously georgia in my opinion has surpassed alabama but lsu and brian kelly is a hell of a coach and they proved it in year one i think that's going to be a huge hurdle going forward uh obviously if, if a&m could ever get their five-star guys to show up that, that could be interesting um I think the big thing is mostly Georgia in my mind, but I just, to me, if you can't win it with the talent they have on the roster this year, I don't know when there's going to be another better opportunity for Alabama to get a national championship. And then in six mm-hmm. days, Nick's again up in age. Like if he doesn't win another natty in two or three years, does that accelerate him thinking about moving on? Because then if he doesn't lose win next yeah, year, yeah, no, or the year after that, that's, then yeah, that's, that's four years. Then does he decide that like, okay, enough's enough. Time for me to just focus on golfing and enjoying life instead of coaching football. I think every year that he doesn't win is a year that is essentially taken off of him wanting to coach any longer. Maybe, right. But I'm not sure that I, I think Nick Saban coaching football might be his enjoying of life. Like may, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But but lot, sometimes these coaches do basically – you know, like like when, when they don't have coaching anymore, like what do they really have left? So, I look, I I still can't get there. 
I, I, I do now, if you made me choose on the spot, does he win two more at Alabama? In light of Kirby and some of the other rising powers, I'm actually pretty comfortable in joining you in saying yeah. no. Um, but at, I, 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 I got to feel like he has at least one more. I mean, we just sat here and talked about how poorly they played the last two years. And I definitely understand what you're saying, right? Bad Florida team that was close. Uh, they let an awful LSU team throw into the end zone for a win. Um, like, I, I, I get it. Last year's team, well, it's funny. I was about to say last year's team was bad. Last year's team won an SEC championship, won a playoff game, and played for a national championship, right? So, like, that is the problem here is that we're grading on this impossible curve. If you took Alabama's brand out of that season, I don't care what context they won the games in, that would be a great season for any other program. And so I don't – I'm just worried about being too reactive to all of this. Uh, and, and I get it, two years of – declining play relative to Alabama, like two years on the curve makes you yep. kind of question, okay, are you heading the right direction? Like it's a pretty big sample size, but I still, after 15 years of dominance, you, you, you earn a little, um, you earn a little grace. I mean, you earn a little belief in for me at least, but, but this is interesting. This is interesting, Aaron. Since Nick Saban has been in Alabama, which this in and of itself, I guess, speaks to his dominance. Uh, the longest they have gone in between natties is three years, right? So they won it in yep. nine, then 11, then 12. That's the only time he's ever gone back-to-back. -back. Little, little side note there. If Kirby goes back-to-back -back this year, he will have already done something that Nick has only done one time, right? So nine, 11, 12. Then it was three years to 15, two years to 17, three years to 20. So if he does not win a national championship next year, that will be the longest streak that he has gone without one at Alabama. And, and I don't uh, think he's going to win it, next year. I don't think, I don't think he wins that year unless they get someone in the portal to play quarterback. Yeah. Because what has Alabama had? I mean, they, they, they've at least benefited from incredible quarterback play for the past, what, six years. Um, they, they've, they've, they've had that guy that can take you to the promised land. And, and it may be Jalen improves greatly over the next, you know, eight months, nine months heading into next season. But I, I can't get behind that he's anywhere close to what Alabama's had at the quarterback position in the past seven years. I mean, he is a far, far downgrade right now from what we've seen from him compared to guys like Tua and Jalen and Mac, and then obviously Bryce, uh, not even in the, in the same ballpark. And, and I think you and I both agree that Bryce is probably the best quarterback out of all of them, and he's going to go his career there at, at Alabama yeah. without winning a national championship. So I can firmly believe right now, unless they get someone in the portal who is uh, elite, they're probably not going to win another national championship next year. And does that whole Nick Saban championship uh top players does that start to wear off a little bit when it comes to recruiting too and obviously it's not hurting right now he is one of the top recruiting classes in america but that's because he's won a national championship recently if you go three years without doing it and other programs especially in the sec are rising i just think everything has been equaled out when it comes to talent and that's why you're seeing georgia overtake the sec a little bit right now well georgia i'm a little bit worried i don't know i don't know right? when they can win another one i mean now you're Georgia's saying that the next yeah. the next yeah the next legitimate chance that Alabama has of winning a national championship is probably 2024. 
I now I know Bama's transfers haven't maybe worked out as cleanly this year, but like yeah, there they oh have. boy. Um I mean, I don't know. Jermaine Burton hasn't really done anything. Eli Ricks hasn't really done anything. The the, o, the left play- tackle has not done a great job of replacing Evan Neal. Yeah. Like Eli just started playing even last game. Sure. Um now Toto's always been good, but you know, he's G- been there. Gibbs a has of been years Gibbs now. has been dominant. Oh, Gibbs Gibbs, Gibbs has been awesome. Gibbs yeah. has been awesome. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, obviously. Um, so it's a bit of a mixed bag. I don't know. I I, I still I, again I cannot be so reactive when 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 Alabama for for the first time and granted these are the type of streaks that start to break when an empire crumbles but when yep. Alabama loses to LSU in overtime by one play and that hands them their second loss of the season and it's the first time since 2010 that they have been playing football in November with a second loss I'm still going to err on the side of giving them the benefit of the doubt though overcoming Georgia feels as hard as it did for Georgia a couple of years ago to overcome Alabama. Like, I did not know if Georgia was ever going to be able to get over that hump after the manner in which they lost the championship in 17, where they were a bit ahead of schedule, uh, losing the SEC last year. That felt like, okay, dude, Kirby's just, I, I just don't know. And and now all of a sudden it feels like, you know, shoe is on the other foot. So we'll see. Uh, Aaron, last thing on Alabama, do you buy into this idea? Because, look, we got a lot of great, uh, Tide fans in the chat, and and I know I talk a lot of shit, but I but I love everybody who's hanging out with us here on Snaps. We do thank you so much. Uh, do you buy into this? A lot of like all my Alabama friends, every Alabama fan I know, um, that, that that like Bill O'Brien and Pete Golding are the problem. Do you buy that a coordinator switch could be one of the things to get them uh, back to 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 where you would expect them to win the Natty? Well, I, th- I do think one thing with Bill O'Brien, we can we can eliminate him from a lot of coaching searches right now. Uh, I think that that conversation needs to end. I, I don't know. I think I, you know has he done? Wait, why is a, that? What did I, did I miss something? What, what did I miss? Something? No, I, I think it's just more of the fact that 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 why would you hire a guy that is struggling mightily at Alabama oh, yeah. when you do have athletes? Like more for that. Like if you can't kick butt at Alabama with yep. the offensive weapons and with the the, the Heisman quarterback. And I still think probably the best quarterback in college football right now. If you have trouble and issues on offense, you need to look yourself yeah. in the mirror a little bit. And, and and I honestly would not hire that guy to be my head coach. At the end of the day, you have the best quarterback in America. You have, I would say, probably one of the best running backs in America. Good receivers. They're not. You're not. They're not excellent receivers that we see in the past. But it is still a good receiving core. And you have struggled this year at times. I think that to me yeah. does does warrant some 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 disgust from fans of like what what more do you want you you have the pieces yeah it's mm-hmm. not as good as we've as we've had the receiving position say two three years ago but it's good enough to go out there and win football games and put a lot more points on the board than what we've seen from alabama this season so i do think nick Saban's gonna have to go back and look at both both coordinators and make a decision of hey do we need to move on from one if not both of them uh, I don't think it happens. I really don't. I think they 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 maybe get another shot next year to see what they can do, uh, be, and and which is interesting because what do we said about Nick Saban in Alabama? Like, oh my God, it's amazing that he's able to essentially rebuild these teams every year with new coordinators. Well, now you've had these guys for a few years, and and once again, yeah. if you can't win next year with coordinators that now you've had for what three years, what does that say about the dynasty at that point? 
because then you can't use the excuse of, oh, we've lost coordinators and we're going to have to change this and that when, when that isn't going to be the case. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love college football. What's up, y'all? T-Bob here, host of the College Football Podcast on the Volume Sports Network. Snaps. Makes sense, doesn't it? And I want you to make every moment more this college football season with FanDuel, America's number one Sportsbook, because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in free bets if 
your first bet doesn't win. And look, you can bet it any way you like. Uh, I've used like straight up spreads, uh, maybe a little softer market, like some over-unders where maybe you can get some more wins around the edges. Uh, maybe you like to do same game parlays where you can do snats or whatever. Like, like literally, even if you're like, okay, a lot of times I'm a bit scattered, a bit disorganized, right? And so maybe I come to one of the time slots late if I haven't made my decisions on these games yet, or maybe I just want to play it live because I think I can gain an advantage based on how a game started. It's all there for you. Play any way you like with the FanDuel Sportsbook app. So if you've been thinking about it a while, it's a perfect time to give it a shot. It's so easy to use. You get great odds when you win. You get paid fast. See why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook by downloading the app using the promo code SNAPS. And again, a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. What that means is up to $1,000, whatever your first bet is, uh, if you lose, you'll get that money back in free bets to then continue playing with. So you you can just like do however much you wanted to deposit in there and uh, see if you can double up off the bet. Thanks to your friend at FanDuel. Uh, again, that's promo code SNAPS. Yeah, it's uh, it's been interesting. It doesn't feel like Nick Saban would outright fire them, but I wonder if uh, he helps them to find another job. Maybe there's a small school that wants to give Bill O'Brien a new head coaching job or something out there. I, 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 I yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, shout out to Sharice Armstead. Armstead in the chat says, let's go Buckeyes. Yeah, look, if you want to beat Georgia Sharice, your Buckeyes are probably the play. Like we said, if you look at recruiting rankings, uh, they, they, they probably have the best talent to schematic advantage out there. But first, obviously, y'all got to deal with a Michigan team that maybe isn't the best matchup for y'all. And that's kind of why Georgia also isn't the best matchup for y'all. But maybe CJ Stroud can overcome. Mm, God, I hate this. Mm-mm. I hate this. Just got rid back of one to back championships, oh. man. I hope I hope not, dude. Y'all, y'all are gonna be insufferable. Hey, T Bob, you already you know are on the lives, pattern. You know who you know, you know who lives in LA? Yeah. Is uh I doesn't Papa Collins live in LA? Do we need to make a trip yes. to the natty? To, yes, uh, he does go, live in Los go visit Papa he Collins. He certainly for, does. You know? We, uh, we, we, okay. We party at Papa Collins' house. We need uh I would bet you he has a Collins ass house. That would be great. Can we do that? Actually, you know where my you know what my real dream is, but it never lines up, is for LSU to go to the Tax Slayer Bowl, and I want to do a pregame show from the pool in the cabana. I want to have like a mai tai or like a pina colada in my hand. I mean, preferably a margarita, honestly. But I want I want to have yeah, I want to have like a spicy mezcal margarita in the pool doing pregame for a Tax Slayer Bowl in Jacksonville. It's my dream. Hasn't lined up yet. Maybe one day it will. Unfortunately, LSU's just so good this year. I guess they're not going to be able to get a tax layer. What a bummer, dude. Uh, but it would be so good. Um, and yes, Wyman, of course, uh, LSU fans would be just as insufferable if they were winning national champions every year. That, that, that That's the point. Every every insult, like, let's be clear about this. Every insult that any SEC fan uh, throws to another, they might as well just be yelling into a mirror. We are all one in the same. Uh, the saddest part is that we have somehow convinced ourselves we are different. But if like you were an alien to come down here, we're all just a bunch of barely evolved apes yelling at each other about some game that you play with cow skin. Um, and 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 I love it. And I love yelling. And guess what? My group of barely evolved human beings are way more badass than yours. And yours are unclassy. And they yell the the meanest things, and I just think they're absolute sore winners and sore losers. But none of that goes on amongst my tribe. Okay, I need you to understand that. So yeah, I get it. I get it. But it, but so the point of that is, screw Georgia. 
Okay. I mean, I love everybody here on snaps, but y'all are about to become the bad guys. Like you're about to become Palpatine and the dark side and all of that. And so I hope you relish in it, Aaron Murray. I mean, you've been planting the seeds for months now. You, you've been talking in, in reverent tones about Nick Saban and Alabama and who doesn't like a winner and who doesn't want to be that. Mm-hmm. And it's very obvious what you're doing this entire time. You were trying to lay the groundwork to assume that very role yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm, feels good to be on top. I'll tell you that. I will say another yeah. thing too. It I'll feels good E-walk. to be a part of it. Feel, <laughs> it feels pretty damn good to be part of snaps. First yes, year of the show, two yeah, best teams it. in the SEC. It's amazing. I love amazing. it. Amazing. Absolutely. I really amazing. do. Uh, best I show, love, best show uh, out there. <laughs> Have we ever told you the tragedy of Doc Saban the Wise? Um, I thought not. Um, yeah, we, we love everybody here on Saps. All right, let's uh <laughs> dude, what he has, dude. Yes, dude. There we go. What does Brum do during the show? Up, this is <laughs> who does this during the show? This is a Polly Walnuts production, actually. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I've been meaning to talk about that. We need to start. I, when I th- start thinking Brum, we should also think Polly nice Walnuts, Paul Jay, Pat Gunner, uh, PG as well, because the, everybody makes this show happen and they do an awesome job. Um, yet yeah, you're a little more hair next time, Walnuts. Yeah, a lot, for a lot sure. more hair. A lot, lot more hair. I think Weird get, that I, randomly... I, my guess is that it's pretty tough to get the furry Murray Photoshop. It's just yeah. an extra, you know, an extra layer of detail that was lacking for the initial bit, which I mean, I'm going to, okay, but I got a question. I got a question. Where does the green mask come from? (laughs) I I, I mean, I don't think we mentioned anything about about that. Where does it start? Where does it end? Who knows? That's like walnuts. Just, he was thinking about a flasher and he was like, well, I guess if I was a flasher, I'd probably just like wear a green man mask, which, which I kind of get. I mean, you want to conceal your identity. So, oh, and uh, never mind. I got to apologize to Polly because there's no chest hair. Because it's a nude bodysuit. That's what we said, right? Because we don't want to technically be flashing people. Correct. Because you're then that's illegal. So that's a bodysuit. And then you open the trench coat and it just snaps to the QR code. It also protects uh, Aaron from being like this being cut out and, you know, being used against Aaron in meme wars. So he's protecting Aaron uh, okay, that way as well. I appreciate it. Thank, st- thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I have so much damn evidence uh, to be used against me and meme wars out there. It's not even funny. Like I, I can't do ever anything serious with my life. <laughs> it's just, it's a wrap. If I ever tried to be serious about anything, there would just be countless clips of me that would immediately reject whatever type of point I was uh, trying to make. Um, I, I am loving all of this Star Wars talk going in the chat right now. I cannot wait for Andor tomorrow. But first, but first. Uh, let's stick to the focus T bump. Um, okay. So I think Alabama wins another one. Aaron, you say one, but not two. Where'd you land? I say, I think I, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I don't think they win anymore. Uh, with Nick okay. Saban. I think I, okay. I'm not saying they're not going to be a good football team. I'm not saying that they're not going to be competitive. Obviously with the expanded playoff coming, they're probably going to be in the playoffs every year, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't think they're going to win another national championship. Um, Sharice Arm says, also says, by the way, I ain't one of them Buckeye fans that blame the weather. Hell yeah, Sharice. That's because you're a real one. Though I kind of do accept a I, I I I actually do accept a weather excuse there. Um, that wind in Chicago was uh pure insanity. Um also if I'm gonna allow Georgia Grace for the Mizzou game, I got no problem allowing Ohio State Grace for yeah. the Northwestern game. Uh all right, next on the list. Uh here we go. 
the old long horny boy himself. Uh, game day. Going to Austin, which I don't love. Um, I, I actually don't know that I think that Tulane deserves it because their fans have not really cared. Then again, their fans haven't been given much to care about. But UCF at Tulane felt like a more interesting place for game day than TCU, Texas. But it's a TV show. They're going to Texas. The crazy part is here, you have, what, 6-3 and three Texas going against 9-0 and oh, TCU. And... It is the Horn Frogs. Wow, a lot of horn talk this week. It's the Horn Frogs mm. who find themselves as the seven point dogs. Uh, Aaron, I feel a bit betrayed. Uh, first, <laughs> it was you leaving the USC nest for UCLA, A2, Baron. Uh, then now it is you leaving the Mad Max crew. We love Mad Max covering for us. Giving us a five and one best bet week, um, just just completely balled out all season long. Not even starting at the beginning of the season. How about that, Aaron Murray? Something that you yep. told me multiple times, but I never logged in my brain. <laughs> you, you have never left. Listen to me. You have left the Mad Max crew for for Texas, a team that we swore off together just a few weeks ago when they went out there and got embarrassed and embarrassed us. With Oklahoma State, after you convinced me that they were going to be good, and I was like, oh, I was all on board. I was all on board. And now you're back with them? What the mm. hell? Explain yourself. I will say this, that when it comes to USC and, and me leaving the, tro the, the petite Trojan boys, I did it the week that they actually lost. So, you know, I just there's a gut feeling. I said, hey, man, time to jump ship. Time to get off them Trojan boys. They ended up losing to Utah that week. So, just saying, there's just – Get something in the body. I feel right now. It's obviously so does Vegas, as well with TCU as a seven point dog heading into Texas and Austin right now for the matchup this weekend. Uh, a couple things: Quinn Johnson, their their star receiver, was out or was re injured in, in last week's game. That is a big big hit for this football team. He has been spectacular on the outside, winning one on one matchups. That is going to hurt them against a Texas team that has been pretty darn good against the pass and on defense in general this season and it's at home you know quinn ewers has had one bad game this year it was versus oklahoma state in his first true road game he played well last week b john robinson was tremendous last week and now all of a sudden they're back home in austin texas where he has been nothing but terrific this entire season so that gives me confidence that texas is has the better players they're at home it's called game day. It's going to be a great environment. Last time we had this much excitement about Texas this season in a home game was versus Alabama. And yes, they lost, but they were dominating until Quinn Ewers got hurt. So if Quinn Ewers stays healthy in this football game, I think he goes off. I think Bijan continues to ball out. I think their defense suffocates TCU, especially with an injured top receiver. And TCU gets their first loss of the season. And also the Big 12 is no moss when it comes to the playoffs. Uh, and I think it also starts a two-game losing streak for TCU as well because I do love what Baylor has done this season when they are healthy. Uh, I think Baylor takes care of business next week as well at home versus the Horned Frogs. So it's been a fun ride. It's been fun to watch Max Duggan. Uh, he's been nothing but excellent this entire season. They have been the comeback kings the entire season. Man, they play better day. in the third and fourth quarter than anyone else in the country. So maybe that gives you some confidence. Texas has been terrible with leads in the second half. They did win last game. But um, all that being said, hook them. 
That's no, 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 dude, no. <laughs> Aaron, that is a step too far. That is a step too far. The only thing you ever do if you're going to do that is change it into a horns down. It's literally the most fun celebration in all of college football. I did like when Duke was doing the U down as well. Yeah, that was uh, nice. Get the hell out of here, dude. Just, to, just last week, play the tape. Aaron Murray's railing about the brand of TCU being disrespected, right? If that they was were. Texas they were. or Oklahoma, they'd be in the top four. Why is Texas in the top 25? The whole time you were just a sleeper agent for the Longhorns. Mm-hmm. You sad, sad, longhorny boy. Guess what? I'm a horny frog boy, okay? I always have been. I love frogs. I have a weird thing for frogs. Growing up, I had posters of them all over my room. You ever seen a bullfrog ribbit? When it expands, it's big old chin like that it's one of nature's most glorious uh naturally occurring aspects how about those frogs like go under the mud and sleep for months at a time incredible right well guess what these frogs these horn frogs they're finally waking up and i said t- i promised myself like like th- this is like we promised ourselves we weren't going to do drugs anymore and then you show up and you're like dude i don't know man these drugs look pretty good i don't want to do it man i said i wasn't going to try to kick that football anymore okay lucy and you're not going to convince me none of these stats are going to convince me none of you talking heads are going to convince me okay i'm rolling with my boy Mad Max Duggan, okay, who got me my 3-0 and week to get me back on the right path during best bets. Max Duggan, I need you now more than ever to beat Texas, prove these fickle bastards like Aaron Murray wrong, and move to 10-0 and and knock Texas out of Big 12 contention. That's what I need, and that's what I'll be cheering for. I can't even say I'm addressing this game out of principle and principle alone. I said never again, and I will not be Charlie Brown, okay? I will not. Go Horn Frogs. We're going to squirt blood all over y'all this weekend. It's going to be an interesting end of the season. Yeah, if, if, if TCU does win this football game, uh, essentially somewhat knocks Texas out of the Big 12 championship game, and if TCU does beat Baylor, Someone knocks them out. Uh, Kansas State has some interesting games on the stretch. Our, our Kansas boys are still in it to make the Big 12 championship <laughs> game. A lot of teams are. They, it, it, you Rock want to talk up. about interesting football. We, we thought about Big 12 football being extremely competitive all year. Um, you know, TCU obviously is a, is, a, is a huge favorite to make the Big 12 championship game. Um, but but I don't – if they win these next two games, you may see a TCU-Kansas Big 12 championship game, which will be interesting. So a lot of excitement in the Big 12, but I, I will firmly say this once again, the Big 12 will not make the playoff game. TCU, even if they win this weekend, I just don't think they like the juice is gonna run out. The comeback boys, you can you can only do that so often before your luck runs out. And I do think the luck is is kind of getting towards the end here, going on the road these next two weeks versus Texas and then Baylor. Huh. Yeah, I have no idea, actually, how the Big 12 championship is going to work out because Texas plays Kansas and Baylor still. Um, TC, yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll, 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 we'll wait and see. All I care about is TCU winning this Saturday. Um, okay, Aaron, uh, and if anybody wants to get any chats, we can do a couple questions here at the end. Uh, we actually have time. Um, I will say this. Oh, oh, sorry. Real quick. Playoff ranking guesses. Do you think there's anything interesting that you're kind of expecting I tonight? Where, I don't know. I want to see ahead. where LSU ends up. 
I want to see where LSU ends up. Yeah, yeah, Mister LSU doesn't deserve to be a top ten team. That work out for you, damn bad dog. I want to. I'm interested if LSU jumps the LA schools if they jump USC and UCLA, which they are in the AP poll. You know, they're seven, USC's eight, UCLA's nine, and then Alabama's ten. Um, do they do that in the college football playoff poll? I'm, 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 I'm I, I, I think I would. Could, I mean, I would. I would have. I like UCLA ahead of USC. I would have kind of have those two flipped. I think I would keep LSU behind those two, eight and one, eight and one, then seven and two. You know, does they win once again? Does they win versus Alabama? They win versus Alabama, who is not take once. Well, strip away the A has not had a great season at all. Does that strip really away the A though? That they're much? still. I mean, I mean, strip away they're the A. They're still six. Or what? They're still would probably they be, end up would, what t- at lowest twelve. And then Ole Miss would yeah. probably be at lowest 10, 11, 12. So that's two top 12 wins, which no one has two better wins yeah. besides Georgia. How about Clemson? Would you, you still put them over a one loss teams though? Would no. you put them over one loss teams though? I mean, it's uh, if, 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 I mean, I, if I'm the playoff committee and I wanted to this week, I could do it comfortably because you know, the PAC 12 will sort itself out. Right. Yeah. Um, or oh, I could say F it and just put the Pac-12 ahead because, yeah, they've only lost one game. And, and I'm okay with that. Like, I, I am completely okay if the committee were to rank that. There's nothing – I get why we do it. It's, it's, it's in the nature of how this thing has to be evaluated. But I do I've, – I've never enjoyed us being, like, subjectively, we just think this is the better team. Though That's kind of everything that we do. Huh. Yeah, do I hate that's myself? A, that's, that's I don't know. Um <laughs> Kind of what yeah, we get paid to do. Like, I really hate kind of hypothetical <laughs> arguments that no one can prove, where you could just arbitrarily take either side, and you know, <laughs> why would okay. I enjoy doing that? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That is the job. You know, I love it. I freaking love it, boys. Let's go, dude. Uh, I will say this. You know, last week we were hypothetically fading Clemson, and look, not only did they lose this week, but Syracuse and Wake Forest lost their second game in a row. They're yep. both out the AP top 25. They'll probably be out the college football playoff as well. You want to talk about like the biggest possible dive that a team could take in a single week. I don't know from an actual number standpoint, but for Clemson to not only lose, but then two of their four ranked wins, they were hanging their hat on to lose their way out of the top 25. Like that is a brutal single week to, to, to experience. Um, it's a beautiful week. It's a beautiful week for, for college football though, to, to finally knock, essentially the ACC out of the picture and we can stop talking about that conference. Uh, yes, feels, I agree. feels good. Uh, Andy J says, would you take Oregon or Michigan over Tennessee? All one loss. Oregon over Michigan over Tennessee. Well, Oregon to me would have to go because they'd be a one loss no. Pac-12 champion. They'd have to be a one loss Pac-12 champion. I'm putting a champion in over somebody who didn't win their championship. Yeah, I don't care. I agree. I, I would put Tennessee over a, a Michigan who, then you're just saying who's better, who's what's a better conference, the Big Ten or the SEC? And I think Tennessee's, anyways, Tennessee's resume is far superior to Michigan. If Michigan runs the table or doesn't run the table, yeah. but only loss is to Ohio State, their wins would be Penn State and Illinois, a two yeah, Illinois. That's it. that's it. Yeah. So and Illinois is probably. Yeah, I mean, who knows where they? Finish, you're not going to huh? get. You're not going to get. You're not going to get two two Big Ten teams in. It's going to be whoever wins the Big Ten is in other team is out and i think tennessee also, right now is in a great position 
Yeah, and Michigan has no one to blame but themselves, dude. They 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 yep. literally yep. my hairs are crazy. They literally came up with the weak what is it? The weakest um out of conference schedule, like literally, like in the country. The weakest out of conference yep. schedule in the country. That's pathetic. Um well, just a little teaser for my best bets, my right, best bets at the end of the week. I think because of the fact that Tennessee kind of looks at this like, man, like we are gonna be in the playoffs and we have to play one less. I mean, they do. They're, they're gonna if they win out. And I think right now, like they're the fourth best odds to actually win the national championship right now. If they win out, there is a very, very high probability. And I think it's actually is going to happen that Tennessee will get that number four spot. Right now, they're they're 20, 20 and a half point favorites versus Missouri. So T Bob, put in my damn bets before it goes up to twenty one after the show, please. Uh, I think they roll through Missouri. I think you're going to see a Tennessee team come out and make sure that they that the, the country knows over the next three weeks that they deserve that number four spot if TCU stumbles, if and when TCU stumbles. Watch out for Blake Baker, dude. Are we at all worried that Josh Heupel's been exposed as looking exactly like Bobby Hill? I, I don't love the timing that right as soon as the Bobby Hill meme starts going around, they end up getting their ass kicked by Georgia. I, I Look, I'm, no. I'm, just, I'm just reading the signs here. You're not concerned about that at all? No. Okay. You said it best yesterday, T-Bob. Unless you have the talent that Georgia has on defense and Kirby Smart yeah. making the calls, you, you ain't slowing yeah. down Tennessee's offense. You're probably right about that. Um, what what yeah, I love right. as just pure chaos agent, um, I would love for LSU to beat Georgia in the SC Championship and watch how you make those choices. I mean, like, what in the world would you do with a one-loss Georgia, one-loss Tennessee, both not conference Georgia's champion, in. and then a two-loss conference champion? Uh, Curran, yeah, Georgia for sure. is minus four thousand to make the college football playoff. So, yeah, Georgia's in. I think yeah. Georgia's in. It would be who would you put in at Tennessee or LSU? I, I, to me, I don't know and how Tennessee would, would have the head-to-head. -head. Yeah, I was going to say I don't know how you'd put in not put in Tennessee. Who absolutely manhandled LSU at LSU, and it's but, not like but, you can make but, the excuse for Oregon that it was in, or you know, there was the first game of the season. Like this was middle of the season ass whooping in your home stadium. So, so I agree, and uh, why I'm laughing is because, and again, I, that's not going to happen. But why I'm laughing is because it would really prove the flaws in this current playoff oh, yeah. system, right? And the need for an expanded playoff, and. uh and and why ultimately, hopefully, one day these things you will be settled on the field, and then we'll have less of these hypothetical arguments that I loathe so much. Actually, I love them. What am I talking about, dude? Um, all right, uh, let's see if we can do maybe one more question. Mm -mm -mm. What happens when Spencer? Sure, I don't think Rob D. That's not me. Rob D. Is what happens when Spencer Rattler drops forty nine on Tennessee? Huh? Have, uh, have you watched? Have you seen Spencer Rattler? This year, dude, I don't, I don't know if I'm thinking that's the case. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, shout out to Ashley Everhart. We got a Georgia fan, another Georgia fan join us in here. You know we love all you uh, damn good dogs hanging out up in here, man. Uh, Daniel Bastion, why is it so hot in November? I don't know, dude. I'm sick of it, though. Snipping this weather, dude, okay? You know what I want, Aaron? I want some Hanukkah weather. You know, I'm I'm ready Ooh. to to be. I some mean, the spin best the dreidel way. weather. Yes. That's what lockers. Hey, lockers. Some challah French toast. Let's go, dude. Hala, hala, hala. Um, 
when, when, when does Hanukkah start, Aaron? Is that like beginning middle of December or somewhere in there? No, that is, is the no, face of someone no, googling no, no. when Hanukkah starts. There is no way you are googling when Hanukkah starts when you are half Jewish and you celebrate Hanukkah. That is insane. What? Aaron, Why I is was it not literally on? going to Google that for you, but you made the most obvious face in the whole world. Am I? Yeah, well, I need you. I? Like, as T Bob was asking the question, I need you to be Googling that. So it was like a bang, bang. Wait. So I know I've called you a damn bad dog. Am I allowed to call you a damn bad Jew, or am I going to get starts, in trouble? And we're wrapping. A lot of that going on. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everybody relax. I do December denounce anti-Semitism in every form. My stepfather is Jewish. Okay, so everybody and relax. His co-host and his co and his co-host over here is Jewish. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am I'm, <laughs> I'm not anti-Semitic in the slightest. I reject Kyrie, Kanye, all of them, and that stupid ass documentary. <laughs> Um, uh, more like a mockumentary. Um, I just the joke was right there, guys. I had to make it. I just I couldn't hold myself back. I apologize. That's on Aaron for not knowing when Hanukkah was. That's unbelievable. It is my fault. It is my fault. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, now that I've uh, significantly freaked out, Brum and company. Um, huge thank you to Papa Colin and uh, the Volume Sports uh, Network for having us here in uh you know on the volume sports youtube channel very excited again FanDuel sports we got promo code snaps um please please you know sub to the pod wherever you get your podcasts and if you rate review that really helps you can share with your friends enemies everybody else like you said that's great and uh we love you all so much we are so thankful to have you here with us and uh we will do it again uh tomorrow so we will see you later wow printer roads 25 degrees here in oregon hell yeah man. um all right y'all have a great day being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen and with resi priority notify and global dining access through my amex platinum card right this way it's nice to try someone else's food for a change that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpress.com slash with amex open a limited time 11 month certificate at kemba financial credit union at 5.25 percent apy it's more than triple the national average plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details offer expires may 31st 2024 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply 500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.